0: Welcome to the Dauntless Grace Exchange. I'm Deidre. And I'm Megan. And we are here and back from our travels, which took us off of the podcast for the last couple of weeks. And we didn't really know we were going to take a break. It kind of just worked out that way. And so we apologize, Aunt Kelly, that we didn't tell you ahead of time. Some of us got sick traveling and
1: we didn't sound very good. So you wouldn't have wanted to listen to us anyway.
0: Some of us did not get sick, but were very worried about it because the ones of us who did get sick kept saying things like, Oh, I can't smell this pepper, or Well, it tastes spicy, but I don't know if I can taste the flavor of this. And those of us who weren't sick were very concerned about that.
1: Uh, just so you all know, I'm fine. I don't think I had COVID. <laughs> my taste did not go away like it did when I had COVID. I think I just was severely congested and couldn't smell, which affected my
0: taste. It's fine. Well, here's the thing. We were traveling in the redwoods of California and it is damp there and foggy and misty. And it is like, there is mold growing in places. We stayed at one Airbnb where the carpet literally never felt dry Yeah, and it never rained while we were there. So that's concerning. Mm -hmm. And we would hang our towels up in the bathroom and they would be wetter the next morning. I think that they actually were (laughs) more wet the next day, like for real. (laughs) So all of that means Deidre and her little COVID iron lung, or not glass lungs and her um, allergens. I don't know. You're like asthmatic. I don't know. You have all the things. I have all the things. And I've, I've done this before. Like When I
1: went to China when I was 19, I couldn't breathe by the second day. And we realized in the hotel room we were in, there was literally black mold growing up the wallpaper. And it was like a nice hotel. It had wallpaper and carpet, but everything was wet and moldy. I was so sick for most of that trip and I was dancing. Um, I would turn my bed, uh, like pull it away from the wall and sleep with my head at the far end just to get as far away from the walls as I could. Didn't really help because it was just, no. but yeah, I don't do well in those climates.
0: Did you run a fever there?
1: Do you in ever- China? Yeah, I don't know. I just couldn't breathe. I was just so like congested and my chest was so heavy and I have never officially been like diagnosed as having asthma. So I didn't have, you know, inhalers or anything. Plus that was the 90s. So we didn't have Claritin. You just took Benadryl and knocked yourself out, you know. Uh, So that was fun. I went on my senior trip. My sister took me to St. Thomas, which was beautiful. She worked for the airlines and it was like a great deal on the airfare. And the only thing I could take the whole time I was there was Benadryl. So I was just sleeping on the beach the whole time, which was, you know, to her and my mom a waste because like we brought you to this beautiful place, but I'm like, I don't do well with different flora and fauna which apparently was my problem in Northern California. I kept being amazed by all the beautiful flora and fauna, but it attacks me, like I cannot breathe.
0: Literally, like a bird almost attacked you and then the mold attacked you. (laughs) I did have birds dive bombing me, didn't I? You had one too (laughs) though. Yeah, it was sketchy up there, I don't know. They don't use air conditioning, the roads are real steep and curvy. I I don't know how I feel about them Californians. Well, we like California, but like Southern California.
1: That Northern California, like y'all need to invest in some air conditioning.
0: <laughs> I think we were there for the one week a year where they were like on a heat wave because it was like 80 and people were apologizing to us for the heat. That,
1: that's true. So it's, it's normally not warm. So it's not normally that bad, but it just, to me, I'm so used to fake
0: air, just pulling all of the humidity and allergens out of the room that it's like, wow. they really okay. should think it's very ableist to not have air conditioning in (laughs) public spaces like
1: that like people who have cats for pets I'm like don't you know that some of us can't breathe around cats that's not fair though not fair not the whole world is allergic to cats you should have your cats if you want them although I I, I saw one getting on the plane two people in front of us on the way home when I was (gasps) sick, and I was very worried about that
0: oh my gosh no like I I remember you pointing that out but it did not occur to me why I thought you were just like oh look that girl's taking her cat on the plane like that's so weird I did not think to myself hey she's pointing this out because she already can't breathe and is going to cough and sneeze the whole way my right, bad no. yeah it's fine it's fine <laughs> cat should oh. be on airplanes of course very okay. unobservant um I would like to say though that sleeping on a beach for a week is probably actually your dream vacation so yeah I was I don't think I wasn't complaining but right okay so why were we in northern California
1: Deidre Well, we were invited to do a Dauntless Grace retreat with some uh, staff for the Set Free Monterey Bay team, which is a residential home for survivors of trafficking. And it was such an honor to be with them, even though I was sick and trying to keep my distance um, just while preparing the food for them to eat we don't need to mention that I think they're all fine you didn't get sick either I think we're all fine I've used a lot of precautions um and in my defense I really thought it was just allergies for the first solid 24 hours I was with them so it happens but um yeah it was an honor to be with them they all four of them which is half of the staff that we have at Eden's Glory four of them run the whole schedule from 9 a.m to 9 p.m seven days a week and that is crazy uh so they needed a little bit of respite they needed some TLC so yeah we provided um you know doing the meals for them and the dishes so they didn't have to worry about that we brought some teaching on Enneagram kind of introduced the idea of internal family systems and just let Jesus minister to them and let them have some time um hiking in the woods together and um playing games. We did get a beautiful little lesson, uh, uh, an archery lesson from the owner of the Airbnb, which was really cool. He's like a 4-H instructor and I didn't want to do it because I always get embarrassed at things like that. I have no hand-eye coordination, but you got up there and you like freaking killed it and literally hit
0: the zombie in the right between the eyes that was on the target. I'm going to shout out Judy Debuty God rest her soul for four years of archery and PE at Greenville high school
1: (laughs) you called her D called her D yep
0: loved her loved D she was the best my cheerleading coach
1: All right. So I had no former experience, but also just knowing my track record with things that require hand-eye coordination, I assumed that it would be an embarrassing endeavor. So I didn't want to do it. I wasn't feeling well. I really just didn't want to have anything to do with it, but I sat there with a smile on my face as all good Enneagram ones do. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to get it out of the way. And then I hit the target. Not Not quite in the middle like you did, but I literally hit it. I was so excited.
0: Multiple times. You were good. I was feeling my inner catness with my stamps. <laughs> <laughs> it was a lot of fun. And that is like, I thought was going to be the pinnacle of our outdoorsy traipsing through Northern California until a uh, just side note, audience, if, if you haven't met us yet through these podcasts, just one thing to note is that we are probably the least outdoorsy people you will ever meet as referenced by our complaining about the lack of air conditioning in Northern California. Okay. Well, well, I sort of booked a tree house to sleep in the next night, and I thought this would be an adventure. I want to see the Redwoods up close. I did not read the fine print that you had to first hike about a half mile on a dirt path that was so long, it had a bench at the halfway point if you needed to stop and rest, which of course we did both times. And that you might have said I couldn't breathe before we even started (laughs) walking. There is no defense for this. We, we stuffed out with our medium sized rolling suitcases. And I just felt proud of myself that we didn't have our large ones, multiple tote bags, grocery bags, water bottles, um, not enough water, but you know what we had on us in our flip flops to hike this half mile on, on a mountain trail. Yeah, anybody that was watching us was like, who let
1: these Midwestern white girls out here? Like, they don't know what they're doing. We are clearly not prepared for this. We could have taken five minutes the night before and thrown our pajamas and toothbrushes like in a little tote and carried one bag with us. It and maybe, maybe gotten some extra water and maybe put our tennis shoes on because we did
0: bring them. But no, no so we just pulled no, I needed my DVDs because there was no streaming, no Wi-Fi, no data. I needed all my chargers though, to, so I could get everything charged the next day. I needed my fan to sleep with the noise protection because somebody I know snores a little bit, especially while congested. So there <laughs> also because there was no air conditioning. Well, it, it's less of a fan and more of a noise machine, but yes. <laughs> okay,
1: but all that anyway. said, we awakened the next morning to a big redwood coming through the middle of the living room. I mean, it was there the night before too. I don't mean to say, it, but, <laughs> <drop> it <up. laughs>
0: but it was, it was delight. What a shock. <laughs> Where did that redwood come from? <laughs> it's crazy. I will post a picture um, accompanying this podcast episode, but all of this to say is not just to tell you guys that we just went to California. It is to say that we went to California to do our absolute favorite thing that we get to do with this ministry. Yes. Even more favorite than this podcast because this podcast is not anywhere near the top of my favorites. Um, but we get to do retreats with women, and it's literally we stumbled into this. It is the best part of this entire ministry. So, Deidre, tell everybody how we stumbled into retreats because this was not the original game plan for our for a minute for our ministry.
1: Yeah. Well, we wanted to do a conference because we'd already done two conferences. And so we had planned that as kind of a retreat slash conference that we would do in Colorado in fall of 2020. And then we all know what happened in 2020. So we had to reschedule that booking and ended up doing that in fall of 21, which we almost didn't even get to do then because COVID just kept Rolling out uh, all its fun stops. But the fall of 20, uh, we were offered a free uh, condo or just basically a house like an Airbnb space that had a couple bedrooms. So we thought, well, maybe we can get away with just our uh, board. So the ladies in our board we were like, if you can get here, we'll fly you in, we'll drive you in, whatever it takes. We've got the free place to stay. We're going to teach you all Enneagram. So we're all on the same page. And we had a board theme food so we did charcuterie boards for literally every meal we had some fun ones for dessert breakfast, (laughs) yeah all of it uh so we did that we had two of our board members who couldn't come and then another one like at the last minute who couldn't because of covid so we invited a couple of local pastor's wives um, to come with us and it ended up just being such a special weekend just really precious really deep Uh, all of us were just ministered to you and I learned more about the Enneagram as we taught it really kind of for the first time in that way. Um, Mm -hmm. It it was just really special. And we were like, okay, this is better than any conference we've done. This is really uh, something that we need to do more of. And so from there, we started doing some, we had one that February, we had another one that next summer, uh, a little more locally until we did the bigger one, in the fall of 2021. And since then we've had one, I think three Februarys in a row and a couple of summer and spring and fall ones. And it has yeah, three been or amazing. four every
0: single year, I think.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, And we've got the same kind of weekends on the books for 2024. Uh, And even we still are having one this fall. If you're listening to this prior to October of 2023, we are having one in Missouri and that we still have some spots open for. So if you're listening to this prior to that and you are interested, throw a comment or a voicemail or whatever in whatever platform you're watching or listening to this. You're not watching us. Whatever you're listening to this on and we'll get you some information. But and in our next one after the October retreat, we will
1: be doing another one in February. We always do President's Day weekend. So you can kind of plan on that if the October dates don't work for you. But we'd love to have you in October. It's such a pretty time of year uh, at the place where we'll be. There'll be lots of beautiful foliage and we'll have a little (laughs) outside time and this foliage doesn't kill me because I'm used to it and Claritin works
0: (laughs) she's obsessed with foliage right now the good and the bad
1: the northern california I'm sorry the northern california foliage was beautiful there were so many succulent type leaves on the even the trees and stuff and I was like this is crazy and I've never actually seen a desert rose and they were everywhere they were beautiful So like, I was just in awe of it. And you were kind of bored with me pointing it out. And it was also silently killing me. So it was a very interesting (laughs) predicament to be in. (laughs) Okay. I want to get to the part (laughs) we love, the part we love about the retreat. So even this last weekend, uh, there was one lady there that definitely knew Enneagram had used it even in counseling and in marriage counseling and things. She really wanted the other ones to know more about their types. There was another one who thought she probably knew what she was. And then there were two who really didn't know they had taken a test. It gave them, you know, some kind of inconclusive answers. Neither of them, I don't think ended up being what their top test score was of those two. And the thing that we always love is when we hit that moment where they're like crying and saying, oh my gosh, yes, you just got inside my mind. That's exactly it. One of the ladies had even preemptively told us the night before, like, my kids don't think I have any emotions. I don't cry uh, I'm just here. I don't even know if I want to be here. Like I'll play a game night. We'll see if I'm still here in the morning, you know? And then the next morning, like we get to her type, her number, and she starts crying. And the tears honestly didn't really stop for her for most of that day or the next morning when we were together. And that to me is just so amazing. I mean, making people cry is kind of fun, but not like in a sadistic kind of way, like more in a, like, it's so precious when someone opens up because they've had a crack, in their vulnerability. And I just, I love it.
0: Okay. But for all you sixes and eights and fives out there who are like, Oh yeah, then I'm never coming to one of your retreats. I would like to point out that out of the 10 or 12 retreats we've done, I've only ever cried at one of them. So you're probably safe. We won't make you make you cry. You might, it might happen. but We won't make it happen. I mean, (laughs) you're kind of a robot. So (laughs) (laughs) I cried two retreats ago. Anyway, (laughs) Yeah, uh, every single retreat we've done has been so completely different. Yeah. We have not had any two that have been like, oh, those were really similar to each other. And I don't know why that is exactly, except that it's always a different mix of women. So I'm assuming that plays the biggest part of it. But this one itself was a little different for us personally because, well, first of all, we had never met any of these women in person before. Um, and so we were going in as the, the guests, basically. But we were also going in as the only non-staff members to give them a restful weekend. And so we came to their turf to provide a retreat. And that has been something we've been wanting to do. And a goal of ours has been to take this retreat and go to your community, wherever you might be. And this was the first opportunity we had to really do that. And that was incredibly like cool for us to, to experience for the first time and go, okay, this is transferable. It's not just our people and our people's friends. Like This is transferable to people we've never even met before.
1: Yeah, yeah. That was really good. Um, And and it's not just the Enneagram that that's like the starting point when people understand the way that they have been viewing the world and why they do the things they do. um, Things just start pieces start clicking into place. And then it Mm -hmm. opens up this space for us to have a deeper conversation about those things where the Lord really wants to come meet Uh, our hurts and our wounds and begin to um, rewrite some stories, which has always been our goal. Like our very first conference was about transformation through story. And uh, we did a lot of conversation around that, even on this podcast, like how we can uh, break the cycle that we've been in and have new stories that emerge, uh, new narratives, new inner dialogue that begin to break some of those patterns that we don't love in our lives. And so if you've followed the podcast at all, you know that Enneagram is just the beginning. And from, you know, from there, we learn a lot more about internal family systems. And there's just so many things with embodiment and the way that we listen to what our inner dialogue is saying, and can revisit those parts of ourselves, our younger selves that need healing. And when Jesus begins to intersect those stories, every time, every time at these retreats, it's transformative. It is so beautiful. Even for people that I don't know at all, they're complete strangers. I love them so much when I see those parts of them exposed and I see that vulnerability, but how Jesus just enters in so tenderly and they engage with grace in a way that they never have before, or at least not for that part of themselves. I love it. I love it so much. I do it all the time. Maybe not where it's killing me in the weather, but like otherwise in air conditioning,
0: anytime. All right. So if you live in a part of country that is not in Northern California, we would love to come to you in (laughs) a retreat, but you're also welcome to always come here for one of our local retreats. We don't just invite the people who live here. We've had people fly in from all over the country to come to our retreats. Really had
1: people from California come to meet us in Colorado. And people from Iowa or Idaho come down to Florida to meet us and
0: like crazy stuff. Yeah. Close. Uh, Minnesota, but yeah. No, Iowa. Well, Iowa and Minnesota Iowa and Minnesota. <laughs> okay. And Colorado. And well, yeah. Not, not Idaho.
1: Okay. Well, it started with an I.
0: It's fine. They're <laughs> <laughs> not very similar states, but that's fine too. We're gonna work on geography <laughs> as well as our flora and fauna identification. <laughs> just kidding no probably not going to work on that actually (laughs) no if you come to one of our retreats you are guaranteed to not have to do very much outdoors unless you want to unless it
1: is involving like a beach a boat or a pool or a hot tub that's kind of where bow and arrow that that was iffy I enjoyed it once I got there but and what else can we just tell them they can expect well we're always going to have a charcuterie board whether that's good or bad for you I don't know and we always have dessert whether again that's good or bad for me it happens
0: we tend to laugh a lot and Uh, play weird games Mm -hmm. get to know you
1: games which everybody loves of course
0: everybody loves oh my gosh so we're like we need to get to know these women we've never met before so Deidre passes around the cards that we used in the episode where it was like let's get deep let's get deeper let's get deep um but she was like I don't want to scare them off so they were like I'm like talking to people like they're not even in the room about you um it was was like icebreaker questions and one of them was like at what temperature do you set your thermostat everyone's like
1: 70 68 68.
0: (laughs) like wow that really helped me get
1: to know you as a person (laughs) somewhere between the icebreaker card the deep cards and the deeper card it would have been a probably I should have gone for the deep questions and not the deeper save those for the next day but the icebreaker were way too way too shallow it
0: was hilarious what's your favorite number between one and (laughs) ten what's your favorite date
1: april 20 or what's
0: your ideal date
1: april 25th it's not too not too cold
0: it's not too cold cold. all you need is a light jacket
1: honestly today here was like that. It was like the start of fall. I'm not even looking at the forecast because it's going to get hot again, but it was so nice.
0: That's funny because Ronnie actually had the windows open all day and I walked upstairs after like a four hour work training I was on and I was like, oh my gosh, why is it so humid up here? Close the windows. Well, sure. We don't ever
1: want non-fake air in our houses. (laughs) I thought that was a given. (laughs) 77 outside is still too hot for our house, but yeah
0: all right so i feel like we need to go back to veggie tales right now and be like so what have we learned <laughs> what have we learned you you sum up no there's too much <laughs> how many movie quotes can we put into one episode of this podcast <laughs> here's what we've learned
1: we love retreats you should too come join us in october Woo! <laughs> is that a good enough call to action i think so and also <laughs> I want you all to know that we're starting an amazing series next week. Uh, Next week, we are starting a series on trauma, which you are not going to want to miss because not only will it give you a lot of understanding about maybe the big T trauma that other people face, if you haven't yourself lived through that, but it just also how we've all been impacted by trauma and hopefully give us a lot of compassion and empathy as we engage with others and with ourselves for our own healing journey. So we're really excited about that. Stay tuned next week that? New yeah. Show?
0: We've got therapists, occupational therapists. Um, we've got, uh, trafficking survivors, social workers. Yeah. And then I threw my big ask out to Andy Colbert, who wrote, um, try softer and strong like water to wrap up our series. And the timing's not right, but she did agree to come on our podcast. You can look out for her in early 2024. Yeah. All right. That's awesome. We'll see you next week. And that wraps up another episode of the Dauntless Grace Exchange. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app and leave a review so other people can find us. You can follow us on social media to stay connected. We're on Instagram at Dauntless
1: Grace Ministries, and our Facebook page is Dauntless Grace.
0: For more about the Enneagram, visit our website at dauntlessgrace.org for coaching and training opportunities. And you can follow me at Enneagram Megan on Instagram. And be sure to check out our website for more information about today's podcast. Plus, you can click the resources tab to find books
1: by all the authors we've spoken to or about, and you can find it at dauntlessgrace.org.